Hello wrestling fans, this is Quint Charisma. Hey, that's me, and I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett. Oh yeah, we're off and ready for another big day of the Territory Wrestling Review Podcast. Hello again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Big Quint Charisma here with you, and son of a gun, we got a podcast that I'm bored to today, Quint. <laughs> All right, we're really expecting that. That was good, though. I will run with that. <laughs> So uh, we got we got the show today. We're going to do the um, <laughs> the uh, February twenty eighth, nineteen eighty seven Evansville feats. That means it was taped in Memphis on February twenty first, nineteen eighty seven. The show starts off. Got the regular themed intro. Then we um, cut the Lava Dance at the desk, and um, they go. Did get you say Lava Dance? So late. I probably my. Got, probably got tongue tied. I meant Lance. So I probably went. Lave and Dave. <laughs> I got a little tongue tied there. I'm sorry. Lance and Dave with the rundown. There you go. <laughs> got a little tongue tied. See, it's happening when we miss a week. When we miss a week, I get, you know, I get a little rusty. That, that, that's my fault. I apologize. That's all right. You, you was doing your thing. You know how it is. We all got, we all got a life, you know. So, I don't, but everybody else does. <laughs> anyway, so, we've got, so Lance and Dave go do the rundown. Um, they run down the show. They say, uh, start off with the first match. Hey, we're going to have Jerry Lawler against Boy Tony in the first match. Then they say, we'll have Alan West here today. Then we'll have The Hunter. We'll team with Don Bass. Big Lou and Jerry Bryant. The Medics. Bubba and Goliath. Mr. Rising Sun. Shima. And Tarzan Goto will go against Soul Train Jones. And then they... Then they uh, do a little small talk, and then they cut to the break. And then they go to the commercial, they come back. Lance is standing up to do an interview with uh, downtown Bruno and boy Tony. And uh, Bruno comes out there, he has a hat. And it says, Bruno is a weasel. Uh, I couldn't tell, was it airbrushed? or was? Could you tell if it was airbrushed or if it was screen printed? I'm thinking, so it... It was obviously Lawler's artwork. Yeah. Uh, Lawler has a think it might have been screen printed because they're going to try to sell some because right. well, yeah if they're going to sell them there's no way they could all be airbrushed you know so that must be that they might be it might have been screen printed I just it's kind of hard to see on the, the quality of this so uh so they did they did the hat gimmick and then um tony calls starts, tony starts talking and he, he calls lawler the queen of wrestling and after he beats him he's gonna be the, the queen of wrestling of wrestling and he's going to be the number one guy, contender or whatever after that. Then Bruno, Bruno says, Bruno says he's going to be the queen, he's going to be the king, the drag queen, the, the drag king of wrestling. <laughs> My thing is, I think Tony should have said when he called, and he said Lawler's the queen of wrestling, I'm going to beat him today and then I'm going to become the queen of wrestling. I thought that might have been pretty good. But Bruno was a little... And I don't think they, uh, Lance knew how to actually react on that. He kind of was like, all right. <laughs> on the drag queen. Yeah, the- I, I, I felt like that caught, uh, caught Lance off guard as well. Um, you know, I, I just had a little note here. Food for thought. Like, Tony, if Tony would have just would, would have ran with this gimmick, 
funny because there's always this sense that he seems a little uncomfortable while doing it. Like he's, he did it because Tony will do anything to keep the job. Well, he's still learning too. He, you know, he's yeah, still learning I mean, how he to do it. Ran, ran with it. He could have been way ahead of his time. Well, I think what happened. This is just my what well, bits and pieces I've gathered from Tony, and then what I've gathered from watching this stuff was Jerry Jerk game the gimmick. Um, you know, and basically at the time there really wasn't a lot of gay gimmicks except for Adrian, you know, to really walk to you know copy off from. So, you know, it's you know kind of uh, learn as you go, really, you know. And uh, so yeah, and, uh, and they're two they're two different. Adrian sitting there in shape and yeah, and pretty, and you've got Tony. Well, and, and you know, and Adrian's work. I mean, well, good grief, nobody could work like that, you know. So. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's kind of those trial by error, I guess, type deals, you know? You know, he just got to, you know, do what he had to do just to, you know, and I think when, and, you know, around this time, we kind of we figured out that uh, Lawler was taking over the, took over the book, or was going to take over the book, so I'm sure Tony felt, you know, like, all right, here go, I'm fixing to get fired again, you know? So, I'm sure by this time, he was just, you know, um, that's what I'm looking for. Just um, maybe trying to keep, trying to hopefully maybe keep his job. Yeah, you know, just kind of paranoid he's gonna lose it and you know stuff like that. So um, imagine if they would have ran an angle with this and it was the Queen of Wrestling versus the King of Wrestling. Oh, that would have been beautiful. Oh, any other time, you know, with you know with all her. If he wasn't, you know, working an angle, that'd be part. I mean, you couldn't. It wouldn't be a long angle. You know, you could do it around the loop, maybe twice, maybe three times. You know, anyway, I think it'd be. Yeah, pretty, but it would be good. But I don't think yeah, Lawler. Matches would have been awesome. I don't think Lawler. The truth. I don't think Lawler would have. Because just from what I've, you know, stuff I've heard and stuff. I don't think Lawler would want to do it with Tony. It did seem like he just didn't have he cared for Tony. From you know, from the stuff I've heard. That's sad. Well, Very sad. But you know. Anyway, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, we we didn't get kind of depressing. Sorry, Tony just didn't get his just dessert. <laughs> so, um, boy, Tony and Bruno go to the ring. Lawler hit, Lawler's music hits. Did you notice there's a new music for Lawler? Or it's music I never yeah, heard from. It was some kind of like rockin' royal march. It was like, it sounded like it was a royal song that they like put a rock beat with. Yeah. I never heard him come out with, with it either. It was really cool. I really like it. It seemed a little heavy for him. Especially well, him coming out in his cape and crown well, see, and whatnot. Because that was, was that his first match back since the nut bust? On on the on the that TV, I believe so. But it seemed like he was coming. Yeah, I think it was. He was coming back. You know that was. Cause he ain't playing around though. You know, he's serious now. You know what I'm saying? That's what I got from it. The music change. Oh, Jericho, who did you wrestle? Do what? He wasn't serious enough not to wear a cape and crown. Well, well you know that's. I mean, that's always going to happen. <laughs> So, it was always weird when he did it on TV for some reason. Arena shows, I always thought it was cool, but TV is just like, just wear your jacket, Terry. So, 
they go to the ring, they start a match, and basically Tony does the the chicken gimmick, you know, and, and playing about Lawler's fist and all that, and um, basically they just did that for a while, and <laughs> the crowd, and the crowd was into this, and they were chanting. I ain't gonna say the word because I don't know how politically correct I can be on this. They start chanting. What, what are you talking about? Dave Brown said that they're calling him fatty. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say this. <laughs> they start chanting the F word. I mean, and it's loud. I mean, really loud. Then Dave tries yeah, to cover it up. Clear too. And, uh, and I put Dave tries to cover it up by saying, "I think they're calling him fatty." <laughs> I was like. Nice try, Dave. Nice I, know, try, buddy. I was like, it's so plain. I mean, man, it was so plain as they were so loud. <laughs> so, um, finally, Tony got a little heat on Lawler, which was all about five punches. And then Bruno got No, but I'm saying it was Yeah, but it wasn't much. He didn't give he didn't give Tony any hardly anything, really. And uh Um then Bruno got to choke him, and I liked how Lawler sold that. Was he registered it? And because it looked horrible, because it's Bruno, he just registered it and shook it off, and you know, and then they went, you know, so I, you know, he, just, he did it. I thought he sold it perfect. Because he hadn't, he hadn't took hardly anything in the match, and it's Bruno choking him. It wasn't the, you know, the grab pull down over the rope. It was just a, the old. It was a hold your palm on the throat and shake your elbow. It was the, uh, turn the nozzle choke. Yeah. And, uh, so Lawler just registered and then he got up to go after him. And then, um, I put, it uh, he slid out and, uh, he, uh, hit Bruno. They come back. Seen Bruno get hit. That's what, that's what I put. I said, Bruno, this is the first. Well, I was going to recap. Do you want to recap them after we do each each part, each segment? No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just wondering. I forgot to ask you about that before we started. Or do you want to wait to the end? Because I know that's uh, one we, we recapped as we went. I think it was better. Okay. Well, hey, whatever you want. Behind, peek behind the curtain, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did. I was going to I forgot to tell you before we started. Because I think it, we did it last, last, ugh, that way last time where we basically recapped as we went. I think it was better. But, uh, okay, so he punches Bruno, he comes back up, hits Tony with the, the gut, does the over-the-top from the outside inside sunset flip for the finish. And um, so I got, uh, let's see, yeah. So he sunset for the finish, and I put on a, uh, then Big Bub and Goliath run in. Did you notice the camera kind of went almost black almost? See, I thought the lights went out. So, yeah, it was crazy, wasn't it? But it was only for like a second. Yeah. It was like the worst Sabu entrance ever. <laughs> it was like really went. I was like, I mean, I was like, what's going on? And you know, I remember I actually had this episode on tape. And uh, I remember that because I was like, what the crap happened? But yeah, the. <laughs> it got, kind of got really dark in there. And then they got on, they got on Lawler. Beat on a little bit, and then they went to do the big sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> sandwich. I can't talk today. Sandwich spot. And um, he moves, they hit each other. 
he powders out. And so, the notes I got. So what? What did you think? I'll let you. I did most of this match. We, what? So what do you get? What did you get from all this? He just murdered everybody. Like I, I get it, Lawler's back in a big way, but it's like, hey, remember these guys who were on the top? Not when King's back. Yeah. And during that whole match, I, I, I literally, I legitimately counted the wrestling moves. I didn't count the punches, huh. but he did two wrestling moves. Snapmare. He, he did a snap, snapmare, and the sunset flip. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and then I put punches 372 probably pretty close well, here's my thing um go ahead I was gonna say and Bruno about got naked after the match that was weird yeah <laughs> um I got on here I said you know they need him it was an easy match I mean my thing is it didn't hurt Tony but it sure didn't help him. Um, and yeah, he had his overselling boots on too. By the way, yeah, yeah. But he knew, he knew who he was in there with. And I put my thing is this: Tony didn't need to be in this match. This would have been a ma good match for Keith Eric. Um, because basically it was just punch and kick, and then when you know Tony did something, then he'd miss something. You know what I'm saying? So I think it would have been a good. I think Keith Eric could have did this because I just don't think it didn't help Tony at all. That's why I'm thinking Lawler's got the book because you know, like I said, it didn't hurt him because it's Lawler, but it sure didn't help him any. And uh, then I got this is the first time I can remember anybody touching Bruno besides that cake spot. And um, yeah, and then I put Bruno. Then they go back. They start walking back to the table. Well, they're holding him off. No, it's enough. Okay. They're, they're, he takes off his, his shirt and uh, Bubba and Goliath hold him back. And then I put, during this match, the baby face, both baby face doors was, was open with the curtain pulled back and you could see, see all the way into the, right into the back. Did you notice that? I did not. Because I'm not. Locker room sellout, man. Because I, do what? Locker room sellout. Well, so here's the thing, though. Um, that was keep you know that one door's open. One the if you're looking at it, the left door's always closed, the right door's open, but they got that curtain behind it. Both doors was open, no curtain. You can see people walking back and forth. And I was like, oh, I was like, somebody is going to get in trouble because somebody's going to walk by, <laughs> and uh, you know, <laughs> and, and somebody's going to walk by and somebody's be walking by. Do what? Yeah, you never know. They're coming in the back door late, and you know. All right, then we go I'll to be in their underwear. Yeah. <laughs> then we uh, cut to the Evansville card for um, March Wednesday, March fourth, nineteen eighty seven. Um, it, it goes to uh, Bruno and Bubba and Goliath already standing with Lance. Um, let's start talking about the uh, match they got coming up with Tre. Uh, tra Gosh, I can't talk. Travis and Jarrett, where Bruno is putting up his hair to go um, to get a shot at the belts. Um, so, either, I'm trying to think, what, what was their stipulation the week before? Do you remember? I believe it was the X-Lax cake. Was that, okay, I can't remember if it was the X-Lax cake or not. Okay, so, 
I guess Bruno must eat the egg like cake. Um, so then they, they do a little talking and everything, blah, blah. And then uh, they uh, cut to the um, a videotape of um, Nick Bockwinkle. Talking, uh, his match plug gets on a tape, so it must have been taped either from uh, either from Memphis, Evansville, or Louisville dressing room because they had the black curtain. Um, he does interviews, so he talks about his match with Soul Train Jones. I I don't know if Bockwinkle could have got a good match out of that guy. That, that I, I, I was just about to say I want to see if there's footage of this match somewhere. Because my like thing is, why would you do that to Bockwinkle? I mean, do you think he asked? I'll work this kid. I'll get, I'll get a good match out of him. I mean, and I mean, Bockwinkle was pushing fifty at this time, at least, or actually, he's probably. I'm sorry, I think he's in his fifties. Why would you want to work with that guy? The possibility of getting hurt. Because I know he's had to sing, or at least I heard the the boys talk about how bad he is. You know. They come back to Lance, and he talks about the tag match with Idle Rich against Lawler and Bigelow. They have another video of Idle doing the match plug. It's a taped one. Also, uh, there's no Rich. It's just Idle. And then, <laughs> Idle cutting his normal, you know, you know, Austin Idle interview. And then he goes, he starts talking about Lawler. He goes, Lawler, you're only a half a man now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> so, it makes me wonder. So, if they was taped in Memphis, Louisville, or Evansville, in the dressing room with the curtain, didn't Rich not make it show up that one of those nights? Hey, listen, baby. I couldn't get out of the bar in time. They didn't give me my tab. <sighs> I was going to look, and I forgot to. Man, I, I had so much stuff I was gonna, research I was going to do. And, um, this week, and I just kept putting it off, putting it off. Um, but I think, so look, he wasn't in Continental in 87, uh, this time of 87. So, and I'm thinking, I think he was in AWA around this time. So, I was going to get on there. I didn't know Tommy, I didn't know Tommy Rich ever did AWA. Yeah. He had a little run there, um, because, you know, I think. That seems like a really weird fit. Well, see, that was 87. They were just, they were on, you know, ESPN, and they were just looking for something, you know. Um, 87, so that's the time that uh, Adrian Adonis had come back. It was 87. I thought he'd come back in 88. Was it 87? It may have been 88. I can't uh, remember. I'm not sure. I knew it was, I knew it was late 80s. When the it, might have been late 80s. Back. it might have been late 87, maybe. I, can't, I really can't remember. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think. But anyway, he, he did some AWS. So he might have, I don't know. I need to look. So I was going to do some lot of research and I dropped the ball. But anyway, so <laughs> they cut back. They go to the break. Go back to the commercial. They come back to the studio. Go straight. It has the show in the ring with the graphic. It says Alan West and Pat Tanaka 
against The Hunter with Bambi and Don Bass, referees Jerry Calhoun. Pat Tanaka doesn't come out there. Um, Jerry Garman comes out there. He takes Pat Tanaka's place. He's subbing for him. Um, it's kind of odd that Pat Tanaka wasn't there. Because um, he had been... And that's something that was odd. Did you notice? Because him and uh, Tony were in that angle, you know, last two weeks. He put makeup, uh, makeup on him, then he put a dress, and then... He's not there this week, you know, and then on the rundown, he's not on the card for Evansville. It's like, that don't make no sense, because it seemed like he at least got his revenge around the loop the next week. So it makes you wonder what happened, you know, did he quit? Uh, did Lawler, you know, fire him if Lawler got the book? You know, it's just one of those things, it's like, it's odd, you know? And, yeah, it is really strange, like, I with, with, with some heels going, like Tony, which, you know, I hate that Tony was going, but I can almost see it. But, like, with a good, solid, underneath baby face, like Pat Tanaka, that's weird. Yeah. And, like, over underneath baby face, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, they, they love them some Pat Tanaka. Yeah. So, and he'd been there over a year at this time, so it just makes you kind of wonder what's going on. So, uh, so you start the match. It's uh, West. I was on here. West gets some arm drags. The guy has, he gets big man arm drags. He goes to a knee. It's like somebody his size don't need to be giving up. You know what I'm saying? The arm drags are sitting. Yeah, but, I, but I'll say they didn't look bad. Like there's some big man arm drags that look really clunky. He at least looked pretty smooth with it. Yeah, but he shouldn't and be like, giving them. But the wrestling we saw this go around from him was way better than we've seen in the past. But his punch, I got it. punches on the hot tag looked horrible. Um, I put um. Uh, Hunter's um, when Hunter was uh, offense on West was a lot different from his offense on Garmin. He looked really stiff with Garmin. He didn't look as stiff with West. I noticed that. Um, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure probably not. Did you notice Alan West pulled out an MMA cross armbar? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alan West MMA school opening soon. Yeah. And then I put, uh, basically, then they just uh, got the heat on Garmin. He finally got a hot tag. Um, <clears throat> West Junk comes in, hot tag, boom, boom, boom. He's uh, Bass and um, Garmin go off with each other. Um, West and Hunter's in the corner. Bambi comes in, jumps on West's back. West, it goes, you notice, I don't I can rewind this like three or four times. It's hard to see because, like I said, the video... I think um, Bambi's boob fell out. No, I didn't notice that. I thought you were going to say that I noticed one of the boys waving Bambi to get in the dang ring. <laughs> that too, but... Because <laughs> she was just sitting there like... I was like, I was like, uh, you're missing your cue there. Which ain't the... And, you know, and later on, there's somebody else... That, oh, that's what I'm... That's... Where did I miss that at? Hold on. Was that? I missed something. Hold on. Let me go back. Was that another boob falling out? No. Hold on. Is I... Okay. Where did I miss it? Uh, uh, okay. Here it is. Um, this is back in the first match. The, the Lawler and Boy Tony match. Uh, Lawler pulls down the strap. 
Lawler hits the ropes. Bruno's not there. He's supposed to trip him. So he kind of like hits Tony. Tony kind of don't bump. He just kind of stumbles around. Then Lawler hits the ropes again. Then Bruno trips him. I forgot. I, I remember I put that in my notes. That Yeah, Bruno missed the trip. Oh, yeah. Bruno missed a trip spot at the end there. And that's when he, that's when he went out. And um, that's when he went out to, um, went after him. When he jumped out of the ring and went after well, Bruno. And, and, we've all, and we've all heard how, how heated Lawler can get. So I bet that punch was snuggy. Now, I'm sure it was. It was. It was solid. I'm sure. Yeah, I forgot to put that. I put it. I put. No, I said Bruno misses the spot. They have to rerun the spot. They get going to the finish. Yeah, I forgot. Did Bruno's boot fall out? Okay. Do what? Is it did Bruno's boot fall out? No, no, he didn't have to. Remember, he showed it to us after the match. <laughs> but no, when she well, jumped, when I she, wish Bambi would have had a meltdown. <laughs> when she, when she, when she's on his back and he turned around. And he would look like he's fixing to hit her. And she did, it's like, I think one hand went up to her face, and the other one looked like she was pulling up her, because it looked like a, kind of like it just rolled down on one side. And she was like pulling it up. And, and then then Hunter cuts him off, and she powders out, and she's still trying to look like she's trying to get it, you know, act like she's. And it, I was like, I think her boot fell out. I rewound it, but I couldn't. I guess I couldn't tell. Um, how many times did you rewind it? About four or five. Yeah, right. You okay. couldn't, I mean, but you couldn't see. I was just wondering because, but, uh. If you hit double digits, you're creepy. Yeah. Hey, I'm just trying to get the, get the facts here, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, I put in my notes, I said, I uh, don't know where Tanaka was. Um, we might find out next week. I said, Alan West isn't very good. Um, he's... I don't know. He, he, I don't think he's he's what they're trying to get him, push him for. Uh, I think uh, I think they want him in that John Paul spot, and he was nowhere as good as John Paul. John Paul was a lot better, uh, but I think they're wanting him to be in that John Paul spot. You know, um, he can't talk. Yeah, I, I I don't think he he was that bad. Um, listen, if you're gonna push Soul Train Jones or Alan West, I'm gonna take Alan West every day. Oh yeah, but I'm just saying is. But well, I don't know. You know why they're pushing Jones? But my whole thing is, they're wanting Alan West to be that mid mid low card opening match baby face. You know, they can have decent you know match on TV and have a decent you know opening match on the cards and stuff. But I just don't because he can't talk. Alan West he, in his interview, his interview was horrible, and he's not over the people. Well, his domestic violence interview wasn't wasn't over. <laughs> I'll hit a man or a woman. Yeah. yeah. All right, Alan. Thank you. I know. I, you know. You know. Dave was over cringing like, "Oh man!" You know, straight leg Dave. Hey, how, did, how disappointed were you that, that after the match, Alan West comes over for the interview, but we don't finally get that Jerry Garman promo? I know. Yeah. I know, it was you funny. Jerry Garman. Then they got up, up. He went out, helped Garman up. Garman went straight to the dressing room. He went around the ring to the interview. I was like, "Oh man." <laughs> So what did you take from it? Basically what I took from it? Yeah, yeah. Garmin takes a good butt whooping. I'll throw, I'll throw that in there. Like, he, he was a really good, you know, he was a really good bumper man. And when he he was over too, and I I just think they missed the boat. Not like not letting them have a little something. You know what I mean? When you have a heel champion, give them a shot at the belt and have it be a decent match. Yeah. Those, you know, him and his partner could work. Yeah. 
and they looked good. Like they weren't in great shape, but they weren't in bad shape. They had really nice tight. They were more than any other job guy we've seen. They were the better shape of all the job guys. They were the best shape. They were in good, good shape. Okay, let's see. What we got next? Okay, when's the break? Oh, and Don Bass moves really well, by the way, for his size. Yeah, he does. He, he well, did a super duper body slam, and I was like, Jesus. But he was what in his four? He was in his forties then. So forty three hundred plus pounds. Yeah, yeah he, he moved really well. Yeah. Uh, so they go to break. They come back. Go straight to the ring with graphics. It's the medics against Big Lou, and Jerry Bryant. Rick, uh, referee's Calhoun, Jerry Calhoun. And Lou comes straight up the desk, tells Lance that Jerry Bryant is, is under the weather, and his partner, he has a partner from the in the back. And then he tells Jerry Bryant to get well soon. And uh, so he's had a partner in the back, and they said, hit his music. Or something to the similar there, or he just me. I can't. Did he say he just me? He said something, didn't he? And then they hit the music. Like hit. Bring him out or something. Yeah, like bring that. him on out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, so they hit the music, and it's Soul Train Jones. I was like, all right. So they get in the match. Um, it's Lou in there with the medic. He shoots him in and gives him a. I put. A crazy-looking flying tackle clothesline. Did you notice that? Oh, man, and, like, well, he, you know, he gave a nice arm drag drop kick beforehand, but, yeah, that leapfrog <laughs> flying line, and he, like, drug him down with it and flew <laughs> halfway across the ring. I was like, man, uh, Lou's quite the athlete. He just looked, it looked like he never going to do a flying tackle and then turned to a clothesline real fast and just, just, like, yeah, I had a horse collar. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, did you notice that Lance just buried the medics right off the bat? He's just like, they're not the original medics, yeah. but they're called the medics. Yeah, he said, that's not the original like, ones, but, but they're called the medics. We'll have to see, we'll have to see what they can do or something like that. And I was like, I was like, okay, um, I think like, they that's the beauty about the that's the beauty about the mask. No one ever ages. Yeah. <laughs> They could have been the original medics. <laughs> oh, man. The, the first one was in there. The, lead on that one. <laughs> the first one that was in there, he didn't look bad. He took some good bumps. Um, let's see what I put on here. It's a really good arm drag. Yeah. He, he, looked, you know, he, was, he, was, he was decent. Remind me think he was probably an indie worker, you know, from around somewhere, you know. Um. He wasn't. He didn't look like a regular job guy. And then I put, then um, Big Lou tags in uh, Soul Train Jones. Then we get not one Soul Train Jones amazing drop kick, but we get two amazing uh, gut drop kicks. Uh, yeah, we don't get one amazing Soul Train Jones amazing gut drop kicks, but we get two of them. This so, match made me physically angry anytime Soul Train Jones was up. So he gave him a one drop kick and then he gets up and gives him another one. I'm like, dude. And then did you notice he did the he grabbed dude's arm and did try to do the same arm gimmick that Alan West did the match before. But looked Yeah. And it was sloppy as all get out. <laughs> yeah, well, it was it was pretty rough. 
Because that was actually the best thing Alan West did. It was smooth and I, it was good. That was good, Alan West. But I don't know what the crap he was thinking. Old boy did it the match before and really smooth. And then his was just like, yeah. You know? It was bad. Yeah. He's like, that looks really neat. I'm going to try it. And yeah, don't do that. Yeah. And then uh, did, then they tagged Lou back in. Then Lou uh, Thank God. Then did you see Lou hooked one of the medics for a suplex? Did you see his. He had him hooked weird. Instead of hook, you know, grabbing the, the side of the trunks, he grabbed him around the back of the waist of the trunks, like. Instead of. And like when he was. And he went and it like. Oh, it just, it was the awkwardest looking. Oh, I thought we were going to get Brain Buster. I well, thought we were getting Brain Buster City. It didn't happen. Yeah, it oh, just no. looked weird way he hooked it. To then, he, um, tagged his Soul Train Jones, he come in, and, uh, I put, um, he come in with some awkward looking forearm, uh, um, I came in and gave him some punches, and gave him an awkward looking fireman's carry. Did you notice that? It was just, but the way he hooked it, it just looked weird. Just, I don't know. I just. Well, the fact that he was falling when he picked the guy up probably <laughs> makes it look weird, too. It was just like, it was crazy. And then he, um, he starts, he grabs the medic, starts moving, turning his mask, turned his mask where he couldn't see because the crowd was saying, take it off. So he starts to take his mask off. They tag in, they shoot the medic in the ropes. He, his mask is still turned. So he's running, and when he hits the rope, he's trying to turn his mask where he can see. He comes off the ropes, and right when he gets his mask turned, they just clobber him. And it was like, oh, did you notice that? Yeah, and it was that double line to where Soul Train just stood there, but Big Lou followed. But the guy, uh, the no. guy, I'm sorry, what'd you say? I just think it looks rough. They murdered him, they I was like, don't, I mean, the guy, he turned his back, I was like, that's what them old K&H nylon mask, he probably can't see out of that thing, you know? <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. So, then they grabs him and shoots him in the ropes, and he does that, instead of putting his arm on the back, the shoulder, or his head, or the back of his neck, or his head, he shoots him off with his hand on their back of their waist. And shoots him into the ropes. It just, it looks horrible. And, um, what I put? Um, trying to think what else I had on here. Didn't he, after the only that, other thing I've got that you haven't covered is the side suplex, because that kills me every time. I'm trying to think. Well, okay, Brown, side suplex is Russian Lakes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the finish, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the finish, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it I was like, yeah, that's what he's always called it. Did they even land like, They, um. They, 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 just, they, they listen, I, I get it. They're not Gordon Soley. Yeah. But they're, that's their thing. Not Joey Styles. That's their thing, though. Exactly. If they went out there and tried, and tried to name the, say the correct name of those, it wouldn't look right. It wouldn't sound right. And, and this is mid to late 80s, too, so probably, they're probably like, Russian? We're not going to call anything Russian. We yeah. don't want the good guys to get booed from Russia. All right, so what did you get from the match? I, I really don't want to watch Soul Train Jones wrestle 
and then I was let down just later in the card. Yeah. I, I physically was getting it every time I saw him wrestle. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. I put Big Lou, I finally got to see some, some Big Lou because, you know, we weren't getting a lot of them on TV. Yeah. Um, Big Lou, good. I want to see more. Lou's a lot bigger than people realize. Lou was a big old dude. He was really tall. And agile. But he did, he's awkward. He was awkward. But he could actually, yeah, he could move for a bigger guy. He could move, he moved pretty good for a bit because he was really tall. And, um, did I put on there? One of the medics wasn't that bad. The other one needs some work. Soldier and Jones is a screaming poops. And this match went, <laughs> and this match went way too long. And I put, and then, and then they said, do I? The other word was funny. For some reason, you think poops instead of the other word is hilarious. <laughs> So now, but and then they said we still got we still get to see him in his regular match later on the in the in the show. I put oh great. Then I put then I put uh, I'm wondering so bad. Do I? It's so bad. (laughs) Now I put I'm wondering if this is is when Jerry Bryant first got sick with his cancer. So because he started missing a lot, it seemed like around this time period. So I think that's why he hasn't been on there. And a few times we've seen Lou by himself. I think this is probably around I mean, the time. He could have called the medics. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> All right, so then we cut Come on, the... that's low-hanging fruit. It was right there. Yeah. So then we cut to the break. They go to the Evansville rundown. Lance says, it's a weeping it's a Wednesday. Weeping Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> weeping Wednesday. I was, like, I, I was like, I don't know what that means. Well, I rewound. I was like, now, I, I had to make sure what he said, and then he goes, then he weeping wins, and I was like, and I think he goes, then he goes, what did he say? There's going to be some people weeping, and some people, what did he say, clapping or something? <laughs> I was just like. Uh, I, I think he said weeping Wednesday, and then tried to make it work. Yeah. Like, he, he made it work enough, but it didn't really make sense. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you get down the whole card. We got the first match is Boy Tony against Paul Diamond. Second match is Alan West against The Hunter. Uh, third match is a international tag team title match. Uh, Mr. Rising Sun Shima and Tarzan Goto with the champions going against Jimmy Snuka and JT Southern. Fourth yeah, match. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. What's that? That came out of nowhere. Yeah. Snuka, I guess, uh, yeah, they. That's why he's, he's been in twice, but he hasn't been on the extra TV. So I guess he's probably just coming in and doing maybe Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, I think at that time he would. Uh, I think he was in AWA at that time. Um, let's see. Yeah, they didn't run full schedule. No. AWA didn't run big no, crazy no. schedule. No, that's, yeah, 87, they really slowed down a lot. And it's, uh, yeah, they slowed down a lot in 87. Um, well, uh, like, he, he had always said, like, even when they were heavy, they only ran three, maybe four days a week. Yeah. Well, they run just well. So they didn't run during the summer a lot, hardly ever, because this up up north, like Minnesota and all that area, that they said it's like summertime. They you just don't draw up there, and it's it's a winter. It was like a winter territory. They still had you know year round TV, and I think they still did their big towns, you know, on the you know weekly, was like what Minnesota and. Um, I don't even know if Green Bay was a weekly town. I think Minnesota might have been their only weekly town there for a while. But um, uh, fourth match is a Southern Tag Team title match. Uh, Big Bubba and Goliath with Bruno against Travis and Jarrett. Um, 
Bruno puts up his hair so that, uh, for the uh, show, they, to get the match, the uh, title match for the belts. He put up his hair. Uh, fifth match is Nick Bockwinkle against uh, Soul Train Jones for the AWA World Title. And mm, I just we already talked about that. I just don't. Man, wow, that's crazy. I, I, just, I, I just YouTubed it and it doesn't exist. And Bockwinkle probably personally had every copy ever made burn. Exactly. <laughs> And probably Vern did too. Um, then the sixth match is Idol, Austin Idol, Tommy Rich against Jerry Lawler and Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, Three tag matches. Yeah, so I know my note on here was there's no Pat Tanaka, no Jonathan Boyd, poor Nick Bockwinkle, Snooka's back, JT Southern's in, oh yay. Bigelow is back after his big heel run in 86. I was surprised there was no price increase. Um, no wrestler plugs at all on this rundown. Is there anything else you got out of that? About the same? Not, not really. Uh, so, 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 question. Um, is J- and I, I may be totally wrong on this. Is JT Southern, I think I am wrong on this, the dude who got in trouble for stealing all the time in Memphis? Nope. I just remember that guy's name. That was Jeff Gaylord. Never mind. Sorry, JT. <laughs> not a, not disparaging your honor. <laughs> Jeff Gaylord. I think he's dead, I think. I think he passed away. All right, so they cut back. Is all you got? Was that, is that your last part? <laughs> yeah, I mean, besides the weirdness of, A, Jimmy Snuka being there at all, but B, being tagged with JT Southern. Yeah. And, I mean, I could just have to echo what you're saying beyond that. Poor Bachwinkle. Yeah. <laughs> if you hear a noise, that was me um, pulling my cornet and just popping up my Sprite Zero. <laughs> so if you hear, if you just heard a crazy sound noise, popping up my Sprite Zero here. All right. So they cut back to the studio. It's straight to the ring with the graphic. It says, Bubba and Goliath with Bruno against your favorites, the Bryant brothers. Jerry Calhoun's the... running wild. Jerry Calhoun's the referee. This is your team, so you take this one. Uh, the Bryants are out in blue tonight, looking good. A little blue and yellow. <laughs> the blue and yellow. I, man, I, that's really all I can put over because they got murdered. And, like, I, I always say the people who work Bubba and Goliath get murdered. But, like, I think Bubba was in a bad mood or just, like, really trying to show aggression because <laughs> good God almighty. No. Hold on. I guess you didn't notice it then. You know why he was in a bad mood? No. You, you didn't see, um... <laughs> After he went out and came back, Goliath tagged him back in. He fell getting in the ring. Fell down the apron. I, I didn't notice that, but he started the match and was murdering from the get-go. But it did get worse, so yeah. that makes sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was bad. I mean, but after that, he was really mad. Man, he, he bealed one of those boys. I think it was Robert. <laughs> All the way across the ring. He was overhand chopping them to death. What about the the two? He gave them two snap suplexes. They look good too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hey Goliath though, Goliath showed a little more 
this go around, a little more aggression. Um, even though he nearly broke Randy Bryan's legs on a body slam. <laughs> That's what I put. Awesome. I put Goliath slam one of the Bryan brothers and his ankles folded up underneath him on the slam. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was scary, man. I know, that was bad. Um, but we got a middle rope splash for the finish. It, I thought Goliath was going to fall. Yeah, I put... I put he, he couldn't find the rope, I put, but he did it. I put Goliath slams one of the Bryant brothers, grabbed his legs, and went to turn him one way, and looked inside him, was turned the wrong way, turned him back to where he was to begin with, goes to get on the, the second rope, and and, and took, took him four tries to get to the second rope because he was... he was His feet were missing. He was going back. Yeah, I thought he was fixing up. thought he was going to kill himself. And then, so he, <laughs> but the actual splash didn't look bad. Um, but no. get, but getting to the <laughs> getting on the second rope was a that was a, that was an obstacle. Well, he's got these big giant boat feet too. Oh yeah, that's my thing. I put I put things I took from this match besides Bubba, um, uh, uh, falling down the apron when he tagging and coming in and killing them um, was. Um, Goliath needs to be told, "Hey, work on new stuff on the on the house shows and spot shows, not on TV. Too many people, too too many thousands of people watching on TV, not at house shows. <laughs> that ain't the place to learn to try something out new is on TV, you know? Yeah, man, it ended up looking good. He just not only that, like that 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 studio ring's not their spot show ring, so I'm sure if he's been doing it on the house shows." I'm sure it was different on the studio ring. Mm, Rose might be a little different, not much. It's just that he's just such a big guy. That's something he really needs to, you know, because I mean, he's got to get. A, there's a technique to it when you're that big. Like I said, them big old feet. I mean, it's it's not easy to do for somebody his size, you know. Oh sure. Okay. And then I put um, after the match is over, they start walking back to the desk. Bruno starts to talk, and Bubba cuts him off, and they walk, and Bubba cuts him off, cuts Bruno off from talking. I turn around to walk off, and the sound, Bubba starts saying something, the sound cuts. Did you notice that? I noticed something screwy was happening. Yeah, because Bruno, they were walking back to the desk, and Bruno started talking, and Bubba cut Bruno off, and he said, turned around, and Bubba started saying something while they were walking back, they cut the sound off. And then it went to, then it went to break. And I was like, something? For Super Tour 87! <laughs> um, let's see what I got here. It's uh, yeah, I got on here. It said um, and they were they they didn't plug the match with Jarrett and Travis, the hair gimmick or nothing. So I was like, you know, that's just weird. You know, somehow Bubba was, I guess he was just he was so mad he so burned. Let's get out of. Here. I guess I don't know, but whatever it was he was saying come back. They cut it. Yeah, they cut the sound off. You couldn't hear it. Yeah, they cut the thing. It's a championship wrestling Super Two Eighty Eight. Michael St. John was doing the uh, voice on that. And, uh, oh, was that Michael St. Jimmy? Yeah, it was Michael St. John because I, I thought it was going to be, uh, I guess they didn't, couldn't really use Randy Hales because it had to go fast and that wouldn't have worked with Randy Hales. Um, so they, they did this thing of this big Super Tour 87. Uh, they just start naming off these towns as Memphis, Jackson, Mississippi, Hot Springs, Arkansas, Nashville, Atlanta, Georgia. Chattanooga, uh, Tennessee, Louisville, Kentucky, which is a normal town, Bristol, Tennessee, Evansville, and Knoxville. So out of those towns, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six of them 
were not their town. So it made me wonder. So then after that, they go into a big long... I call this the house show report. Well, so then they go because into... So they didn't get no dates on that. So then they go into the actual... Where they go over the actual towns with... Um, actually, just the, every, all the towns, basically. Um, and I, I was... I started to do some research on this. And... Because um, they got... It was like... I mean, it was... You know, even though the... the, the you know, if they were down... If they, they were working... It's like... Uh, March 20th, they were in Myrtle, Mississippi. And March, uh, Friday, March 20th, Myrtle, Mississippi. Friday, March 20th, Lewisburg, Tennessee. I looked it up. Myrtle, Mississippi is like an hour and a half uh, out of Memphis. It's like southwest. It's in between, basically it's in between Memphis and Tupelo. I looked it up, man. It's like, uh, what was it? I'm trying to think what it said. I think it was like 400 people there. I mean, it's like, it ain't even, a, I mean, it's a town, but it's not. It's, um, yeah, the population is like 400. Uh, so I don't know how they drew. And then Lewisburg, they ran Lewisburg about three to four times a year. Uh, Sammy McNear, Sammy McNear was the, uh, the local promoter. And I actually worked for Sammy a lot when I first started working. Sammy was a great guy, but he was a local promoter. Uh, so he, he, they ran about three to four times a year, Lewisburg. Um, as probably about at that time, 87, probably. I say maybe ten thousand people, maybe fifteen thousand, maybe tops, in the Lewisburg, uh, Marshall County area. Um, that's about as far as I got because I was gonna go down there and do all the things. But um, basically, they're running all these things. Uh, you know, they had two shows. Uh, they had like Clarksville, Tennessee, on a Friday. Uh, well, Nashville on a Thursday because the flea market was in that weekend, so Nashville didn't have a didn't have a show, so they run on Thursday. So they were. Uh, Nashville on Thursday, uh, Clarksville on Friday, uh, Clarksville, Tennessee, and Haiti, Missouri on that Friday. Um, so it just it and uh, then then you know they had your normal normal they had Evansville, Louisville, Memphis, and then it said tonight Bowling Green, Kentucky, Warren East High School. <laughs> I was like, dude, I live like half, not even probably half a mile from Warren East High School now. <laughs> I live right up. I mean, I'm just basically right here at Warren East. They, but yeah, Bowling Green. I was gonna look on there, get on the um, thing to see if I could find an advertisement, see what the matches were. But like I said, I, I was gonna get on and look all these towns, see what they were, see you know if you know, and and like I said, I, I dropped the ball. <laughs> I was gonna go into detail and because they never did this, you know, they never, <clears throat> you know, did a whole rundown of all the spot shows and stuff like that, you know. That, that was a first. Yeah, did, didn't you expect at some point just a, a just the way the advertisement was a, a giant like Bigfoot or Gravedigger to come in with a giant American flag hanging from it? <laughs> that was just the vibe. Oh, yeah, like, I know. Yeah. Fireworks or something. Yeah, it was totally different from the normal wrestling hey, wrestling uh, thing. Yeah, it, know, I was waiting for a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, it was totally. Yeah, it was like something like you're saying. Yeah, it was totally. Or motocross, or yeah, monster truck. Yeah, it was. It's like they totally went a different direction on their advertising, you know. Um, but yeah, it was. Like I said I should have went on there and looked around, and because that, that's like I said, that was something I've hardly ever seen them do. Um, man, we gotta. I'm gonna have to speed this up. I'm gonna have to be a two-parter. 
Um, uh, we only got one more match. Let's rock it. Okay. Well, they got the rundown. Um, it's uh, Travis and Jarrett in there during their match plug with their match with um, uh, Bubba and Goliath, Harris versus the belts. And then uh, Saul Train Jones comes in with his match plug. Uh, against Nick Bockwinkle for the heavyweight title. And then Lawler comes in with his match plug. Everybody else was like 5 to 10 seconds. Lawler was about 25 30 because he's the main event. And he does his. So they go back to the studio, uh, straight to the ring with the graphic. Soul Train Jones and Ed Maddox, referee Jericho Hunt against uh, Shima Goto with Tojo. Um, why they didn't put. Um, they should have just had Ed Maddox and. and um, Garmin worked that first match, then let. I mean, uh, let. I mean, let Garmin and Maddox work this match, and let Soul Train Jones and. Um, I don't know. I'm so messed up. Never mind. Let's never get another thing I just said. I was trying to hurry. It's okay. Uh, Soul Train Jones starts out with Goto. Goto misses a uh, chop. Uh, Soul Train shoots him off, gives him another world famous drop kick. And you notice he actually got him in the bottom of his chest. It was the best drop kick he's thrown. Do what? It's still terrible. But it's still the best one he's given since he's been in Memphis. I mean, it still was, I mean, it was, out of all of them, that was the best looking ones. He actually got higher than the belly button. So, <laughs> and then um, I put, uh, Shima comes in, takes over, and just starts getting some stiff shots. Um, that's the thing. Goto tags back in. It's like Shima didn't want to do... He did not want to sell for Soul Train. He wouldn't. Um, he wouldn't sell at all, and then he tagged Goto in, and then then it's like Goto was letting Soul Train get his stuff in, so he took it back over, and he threw another drop kick, and it was not as good as the first one. It was back to his belly button once. Um, uh, let's see. Then he tagged in Maddox, and they cut him off immediately, and then that was over from there. Um... I put Shima, uh, Maddox comes running in, Shima's in the corner, he puts his boots up and about kills Maddox, and um, then they go into the four-way, and I was like, man, this is going to suck, because Tojo ain't got to use his stick yet, and Tojo didn't let me down, they went, yeah, they went into four-way, uh, Tojo pops Maddox, uh, Maddox goes outside, goes after him, and I guess Shima thought, well, I didn't kill him with the boots, I'm going to kill him on the floor. So, Shima's on the floor with Maddox. He cut because Maddox goes after Tojo after he popped him with the, the stick, kendo stick. So Shima cuts him off. Boom! They're on the floor while Goto and Jones is in the ring, and the camera they cut away, but you can see it. He does that pile driver slash power bomb on Maddox on the floor. And yeah, I was I was I like. He just killed him. I was like, what the crap are you doing, dude? And um, so then I put the, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, the boom. Uh, Shima comes back in. They're double teaming on Jones. Uh, they bump the refs. It's a DQ finish. Uh, they set up to break Soul Train they Jones. They didn't just bump them either. They threw them out of the ring. Yeah. Yeah. They, there he went flying. <laughs> well, yeah. He, so then they go to do the whole thing where they break the Soul Train Jones' leg and Garmin West. And Big Lou make the save. And then they cut to the break, and they come back, and it's Lance and Dave at the desk for show recap. Um, 
I think whoever recorded this got back a little late on it because they were already in the in the middle of the um, Hunter, Donbass, and um, Allen West, and um, um, who was Allen West's partner? Garmin, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Garmin. Yeah. Well, they've had so many subs on this thing, man. It's like, and the ones that subbed didn't make it. They should have kept the, you know, I don't know. But um, overall, it was okay show. It's still the booking's horrible. There's still no idle, no rich. Um, it's like I don't know if Louisville, if uh, Memphis is getting all the is. Well, they're not showing up for TV. I've I've read that where they're not doing. They didn't hardly any. They didn't do any studio. It was all. Uh, film their interviews were filmed from the uh, dressing rooms, and um, and so, which I still understand why in the world they cannot do that. That just because that whole sh show has always been built on their TV. So, um, I never understood that. You know, you know, it, 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 it's really. I understand like you're trying to draw with your TV, but man, at some point they got to see those people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean you got you, you got they got to be on the. My whole thing is though that this was a such a hot angle and the the injury angle, and all we're getting is I mean, all we're getting is interviews. No, you know, Idle Rich just going out there and just blasting some bay faces and Lawler coming in. You know, from the the first week I would have had them there, just you know, just beating the stew out of Rough and Ready or Garmin and Trailer. Or Jim Jamison and somebody just beating the snot out of them. Lawler comes in, makes the same, you know, Lawler's back. You know, it is nothing. It just, it's been just awful. You know? And, I don't know, I mean, I don't know. It just, I can remember some of this, you know, watching this, you know, when it first happened. And, I don't know, it just don't seem, and it was right before I started going to sports rooms. I don't even know if they were doing Nashville or not. I need to look up the, I need someone to this. One. I'm gonna look up the so I can find the results for all the loop towns, and um, see what. But the booking is just I don't know. It and we're fixing to get a change in crew. A lot of this stuff's fixing to change because Lawler's got the book, and we'll see some people gone, some people coming in, some people turning. Um, we've got about a minute left. Um, <laughs> so I rambled too much. Uh, so next week we'll do the uh, I don't know. Was it what show would that be? Because there, was there a leap year? That year? Is this God, a, I don't know. I was, I was one. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was 16. So, um, anyway, so yeah, we'll, uh, it, whatever the next show is, it's going to be March uh, 7th, I think, maybe, something like that. Uh, it should either be the 6th or it should be the 6th or 5th, I believe. Yeah, something like that. I think, probably. Who knows? I don't know. But we'll be back with the show next week. Um, I'll post this up uh, as normal. And uh, anything you want to add? No, nah, man. We've probably got about 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'm going to do some more research. I'm going to get better at this. And maybe, uh, actually, maybe I can actually splice in, I think, now to make it like an hour. If I, we go over a little bit, I'll, I'm going to try to learn how to. But anyway. Uh, thanks everybody for listening for Queen Charisma and for JP bye bye everybody God bless <laughs>